You are listening to MarketScale, the leader in B2B content creation. We're going to take a quick jaunt across the country over to Las Vegas, where our own Daniel Litwin is at Innerdrone there at the Rio in Las Vegas, exploring everything kind of going on right now in the world of drones. And as we've seen recently in recent years, Jeff, drones have taken a turn away from being thought of as toys, as just things that people should enjoy playing with, to really having a lot of utility and a lot of use when it comes to um, when it comes to industries. So you can see it uh, for surveying in, you know, architecture, in, uh, you know, agricultural purposes, for even uh, law enforcement purposes. So uh, drones have begin to being begun to be used in a lot of different ways across a lot of different industries. And it's really exciting just to see uh, how they are growing. And so Daniel Litwin is out there at Interdrone, and you can follow all of MarketScale's coverage from Interdrone uh, on our software and technology uh, industry page there on marketscale.com. Click on industries at the top of the page, scroll down to software and technology. There you'll find all of the interviews we've done there so far. Uh, it's been a really, really exciting time. But he sat down with Romeo Dersher, the director of public safety integration at DJI, pretty much the biggest name when it comes to drones these days, just to talk about where the industry is, where it's going, and uh, a couple of other things like data, uh, analyzing data, and how we're still in the infancy of understanding some of these uh, some of these aspects of drones. So without further ado, let's get to that conversation between Daniel Litwin and Romeo Dersher from yesterday out at Interdrone. Yeah, it's really great to see everyone here sharing their opinions, sharing their thoughts and their technology um, and how it's driving the industry forward. What are your just general thoughts on technology or any booths or people here that are really exciting you? Um, so there's uh, tomorrow is yeah. going to be my day to really dig into the different booths and technologies. Nice. There's several that I do want to spend a little bit more time yeah. with. I think what we're seeing right now is um, technology will continue to evolve. Sure. We're seeing more software solutions come to market. That really ha helps with the data. Mm -hmm. Because in essence, the drone is just one piece of the entire puzzle. Right. That's what we realized a couple of years ago, that there is more than just a drone. And so softwares have really allowed us to do new tasks in ways uh, that we didn't think we could do. Right. And so that I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more. And then, of course, the standardization. That's another piece yes. that's very, very important. Standardization and, and safety and security. Yeah. So we're seeing more and more of those, of those focused solutions. Mm. And that shows you also that the, the industry is maturing. Right. That's, yeah. that's great. For sure. Well, we're going to get into some of those standardization practices and policies here in a little bit. I want to dive right in and start with what you're an expert at. It's in your official title. You are the Director <laughs> of Public Safety Integration for DJI. So I want to just get some of your thoughts on what are the public safety challenges, opportunities, concerns that most of the leaders in the drone industry are fielding right now? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I mean, uh, it's, it's a no-brainer to, to realize that having a live aerial view immediately gives you information to make better and faster decisions, right. and that is tremendously helpful. But there are a lot of things that we have to as a public safety department learn. Yeah. First of all, you know, how the whole drone system works, but also how to interpret that data. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's data from a different vantage point with different sensors. Right. Um, so the, the training aspect is one of the biggest challenges. Mm. And I'll give you a good example. If I'm a firefighter in San Diego and I do some sort of training down there, sure. and then I move to New England, 
Now suddenly my training has no meaning there because there's no standard. Right. So right. we're doing a lot of great work in this field. NIST, the National Institute for, for Standard Technologies, mm. they developed a training course to help standardize training. And that's the type of thing we need to continue to work on so that we have certifications that have meaning for public safety. Interesting. Now, are you seeing most of the um, standardization initiatives come from the private sector, come from businesses, or is it coming top down, more from the FAA and more from the gubernatorial structures that rule over drone flight? No, not really. On the public safety side, it really comes from the public safety mm -hmm. because they train according to standards, sure. uh, firefighters, law enforcement yeah. officers, they have to go through training to get certification for certain tasks and that's exactly what needs to be done so that if I'm an incident commander and I hire you for, uh, for a department to be my drone pilot, right. I know the type of certification you have that has meaning to me. Right. And that's, it's, it's going to happen in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, I love that. Well, you know, as drones continue to prove themselves in this toy versus tool battle, right? I think that's kind of how they were perceived at first. You said even five years ago, inter-drone was aimed at the consumer. Now, five years later, we've got international leaders here talking about the commercial side of drones. It's really forcing the world at large to act quickly to meet the growing safety concerns or challenges or just public safety um, issues in general that come with more and more UAVs. Mm -hmm. And this is from a Reuters article that I found. Uh, the global drone market is estimated at a whopping $4.9 billion this year is projected to reach 14.3 billion, tripling in size over the next decade, which is incredible. So as this continues to grow, not slowing down anytime soon, how have you seen different nations, municipalities, uh, you know, on large scale and small scale, try to approach solving these public safety standardization concerns? And feel free to give me a few examples. Yeah, I think this goes even beyond public safety. Mm. This goes this goes into the entire industry. Right. And, and you know, we, we human beings are fascinating in the way that if we don't understand something, we do need jerking reactions. And yeah. some we've seen many countries go full-blown, absolutely no drones allowed. And those are the places that are not benefiting from the growth of this technology. Right. So we have seen countries that, that started really reasonable regulatory environments that we're now building upon. Like for example, in the United States, yeah. where the FAA has taken a really good approach on how can we segregate the hobbyists from the commercial operators right, right. and what can we do to allow them uh, flight over more sensitive subjects like flight over people, flight mm -hmm. at night, uh, beyond visual line of sight. So these pieces are being put in place and the entire world is actually looking at how does the FAA, how does the United States develop a, a UAV frame work that, that can help us. Yeah. And so there are still challenges, but we are in a such better position today than we were just three years ago. Yeah. So it's a step by step, but you're absolutely right. This, this industry will continue to grow. Yeah. And it's, it's really now is the time to figure out how can we integrate drones into everyday life yeah. and how can we do it so that there's no safety concern. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.